Thanks for listening to the Her Podcast. We are back on the topic called Where Do I Find Peace? And today's guest speaker is the amazing and beautiful Lauren McRoberts, who I connected with off Instagram. So I'm super excited um, to have her speak on today. She's an incredible influencer and Christian woman um, who leads our generation. So hi, Lauren. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for speaking on the podcast today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Good. Well, as we're jumping in this topic, we've kind of been chatting um, about peace for the past couple weeks, but the topic for this month is where do I find peace? And so if you had to, I guess my first question for you, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, where you're from and what you do, and then we'll dive in. Yeah, so I'm currently in South Carolina. I've been here all my life, and I'm a college student. Uh, I've school since my junior year of high school. And so I've been able to find flexibility with that. And so I'm studying communications. Uh, I write and that's kind of my creative outlet and um, probably, I guess, how Holly found me. And um, I have been blogging since I was about 14 or 15. And I started blogging because I made the switch from public school to online school mm-hmm. um, when I started dealing really bad with mental illness. And I used my blog as a creative outlet to let other people kind of keep up with me if they wanted to. And really just for therapy, honestly, I've always found peace in um, yeah. writing. And and so I started that and it was in um, 2017 that one of my blog posts just blew up. And it was taken kind of as a controversial blog post when it really wasn't meant to be. It was called 13 Reasons Why Not. And it was based on the Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why. And it basically, while the Netflix series gave viewers 13 Reasons Why they, uh, that Hannah decided to take her own life, I wrote a blog post because after binge watching the series, like a dumb teenager would, <laughs> I was just sick to my stomach. And I was like, this Hollywood show gave viewers 13 reasons why it's it was valid for this girl in her eyes to take her own life. And I want to give people 13 reasons why their life is valuable and it is worthy and um, are worthy of being loved. And so I um, wrote the blog post and it just kind of took off and went crazy, which led to me having the opportunity to publish my first book. And so I, um, had my first book released in October of 2018 and it's called Living Out Transparent Faith and since then God's just kind of had me on a cra- crazy journey of getting to disciple women mainly through my blog um, and then pours over into social media and um, it's a blessing I mean I don't really know what God has for me as far as like my writing career in the future but I definitely want to keep doing it and that's where I'm at right now is just writing my to my you know hand is cramping and I can't do it anymore <laughs> that's so awesome I love how you said that you start off with blogging too because that's that's where I started off like I remember going loving writing in high school and college and my mom was actually a writing teacher And then um, in college, I would always like journal and stuff. But when I got out of college, I started blogging. And that's really the root of her. Like, that's so I'm so I'm saying all this is because you may think you're not sure where you're going or where God's going to bring you. But like, 
blogging is amazing that I, I believe that's just the route and you're going to go so much further than you think. So stay consistent with that. Yeah. And, um, there's power in words, especially, you know, a lot of people say yeah. there's power in the tongue. There is, but there's also power in words too, that you write down and speak life over people. So that's so awesome. Um, with this topic for peace, if you could go back, um, to a season in your life, you know, obviously, you know, you've got a great family and high school, you were doing school and then college, you were doing online. Was there ever a time in your life where you just felt like you were going through it? And I don't know whether it was trauma, a relationship or just anything that you were just suffering just for, you just needed peace. Yeah, I would definitely say that um, just kind of going back to what I was talking about of my struggle with mental mm-hmm. illness, I I definitely was at a point in my freshman year of high school and kind of like, I would say freshman through junior year, where I was just in the darkest part of my life that I've experienced thus far. And I was really struggling bad with clinical depression and clinical mm-hmm. anxiety and Um, basically what that means in, I guess, layman terms is a lot of people deal with mental illness because of a situation that's going on in their life. For example, a loss of a family member or a toxic relationship or abuse or divorce or those types of things. And for me on the outside looking in, you know, I had it all together. I had a family with parents that were still together. I wasn't struggling in school. I had friends. Um, and so, for me, the only explanation that we could think of was it was clinical. It was something the way that I was made, the way that I was wired. And it was just a battle that I had to go through. And I would definitely say that throughout that experience, there was a lack of peace because I think with a lack of peace comes a lack of clarity. And while we do serve a God that's not a God of chaos, he's a, definitely a God of clarity sometimes it takes longer than we would want to get that mm-hmm. clarity. And um, I had to go through a very rigorous process of um, any type of like medical psychological professional to give me help. I guess I feel like this is the way it is in many States in the U S but especially in South Carolina, you as a teenager cannot really get into a psychological professional unless you are suicidal. And I mean, it's a praise, like it's a praise God thing that I wasn't suicidal, but at the same time, I really needed medical Mm -hmm. help and I wasn't able to get in until, um, almost, almost six months after I started struggling with this. That was the time period of that when I was waitlisted and denied treatment. And so, um, that was really, really hard because throughout that time, not only was I battling with the depression and the, and the anxiety in and of themselves, but I was also dealing with like, I don't even know why this. Right. Um, and along with, you know, mental health issues comes stigmas and, um, it was the most unpeaceful thing ever. I don't even know if that's a word. (laughs) It is now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it was the hardest thing ever to hear, you know, that what I was dealing with was, a faith issue, which is one that I heard a lot, or that I just needed to pray more, or um, in some brutal people's terms, I just needed to suck it up and just choose to be happy. And this and wasn't this wasn't a pretty- genetic thing. This was something that was triggered and caused. Well, no, this was a clinical thing. Okay. So 
I had no situation in my life that was causing me to be depressed or to be anxious. It was strictly clinical. And, um, that, and my parents or my mom has dealt with this in the past and she, but hers was more situational. So we didn't really think it was genetic. Um, she, our, our struggles were very different, but I mean, that's one thing that I'm super grateful for is it's so important to have a community of people that have gone through what you're going through when you're lacking peace because they can speak from experience and they can speak wisdom. Um, and yeah, so it was definitely, it was definitely clinical. And so it was like a time of lacking clarity and a time of, um, a lot of confusion, which is, I feel like is the opposite of peace. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would definitely say is the biggest moment in my life where I feel like I was lacking peace was that time period of about a year or two where I was just, going through it with mental health issues. Yeah, that reminds me of something. I remember um, in high school, I went through a lot of anxiety. So like back then, I say back then as if I'm old, but like years ago, anxiety was a thing, but we didn't label it as something stuck onto us like we do now. Like, hey, like nowadays kids are just like, oh yeah, I have anxiety, like no big deal, you know? But like back then, a lot of people struggled with it, but there was no like, there wasn't a lot of medication. No one really talked about it. It was kind of hush hush. So in high school, I battled a lot with anxiety and, um, but I was also involved in church a lot. And my, I remember my youth pastor telling me like, Holly, God's not a God of confusion. So when you have confusion Mm -hmm. in your life, there's no peace. And it reminded me of what you just said. It's like when we go through those seasons, you know, whether it's, um, anxiety, being anxious, trauma, uh, mental disorder, whatever the case may be, like that's that itself is is not peace, and that is something that can cause confusion, can cause unease, and it's it's literally it's rooted by fear too. So if yeah. you could go back to that season of your life, and you know now you're an amazing writer, blogger, influencer on Instagram, and thank God for grace and what He's you know turned you into this amazing woman now. But if you could go back to that girl in that moment, what are three things you would tell her that you know now? Um, I would definitely just honestly I feel like three things could be turned into one big thing with me I feel like one of the biggest lessons that I learned and still struggle to implement is the importance of literally just being still Mm -hmm. and the importance of slowing down in a very chaotic world that idolizes the hustle if you will like Mm -hmm. we love being busy we love just going 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 and in that we downplay the importance of being still and I, um, when I say that, I literally mean like no distractions, nothing other than just you and Jesus. And like, it's probably going to feel weird until you get the hang of it or whatever, but whether that's, you know, sitting and having like a substantial quiet time or that's turning on music, just something where you have removed all distractions other than Jesus. And I would just reiterate to I guess like for 15 year old Lauren that it's important to be still Mm -hmm. and be um, growing in your intimacy with Jesus, like just you and him, like no extras, Um, like not sermons are great and church is great and community is obviously vital. All those things are incredible. But when it comes down to it, those things can be temporary. Like the COVID-19 is a great example of this because 
we all of a sudden were stripped of ability to have small groups and stripped of the ability to go to church. And at the end of the day, like it's just you and Jesus. And so I would definitely reiterate um, that the importance of being still so, so vital. And then I think I would also say um, to her, don't stress about making um, I guess, specific plans, because I like to always refer back to when I was a little girl, I always used to dream of like marrying my high school sweetheart, marrying the guy that I went to prom with, like your ultimate high school musical dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's funny, because I found myself, you know, about to graduate senior year, I was homeschooled, <laughs> I was very single. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, God being like, Lauren, when you make plans that you're so stuck into and you're so, you know, sometimes you begin to idolize them and put them on a pedestal, like I may have different ones for you and they're going to be better, but you're not probably not going to like it for a while because they're different than what you had planned. Yeah. And so I would definitely also tell myself that, you know, don't stress about um, the little things like they, they seem really big at, in the moment. But in five years from now, you're going to look back and be like, man, like that one bad grade or that one test, that one um, conflict that I had with a friend, like they're going to be things that grow you, but they're not going to be substantial things that you're going to stress about as much in a few years or even a few weeks than you will in in the moment. And so, um, and I guess the third thing would probably have to be don't listen to the, uh, I guess, the stigma around what I was dealing with at the time. Mm-hmm. I was told over and over and over again of how I just needed to follow Jesus better or I needed to pray more or it was strictly a faith issue or um, just different things like that. And one thing that I think is kind of unique about my walk with mental illness is a lot of people describe that time in their life, a dark time in their life where they were the farthest from God. For me, like in the middle of this unpeaceful, there's my word again, unpeaceful time or whatever um, time when I was dealing with this was honestly the time that I feel like I was most close with God because he was literally all I had to hang on to. And so I would just say like, when you hear from people that haven't, experience what you're going through or maybe don't have the purest of intentions or love for you as a person or love for the Lord, you take what they say with a grain of salt because they, it can, it can hurt and it can stunt your growth and stunt your progress. And um, especially at a time when you're not feeling at peace in your life, it's hard. It's very easy to be super vulnerable and super sensitive because I feel like when you have a lack of peace, you're kind of on edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I know I am. And so I would also say that. So yeah, I would say, remember the importance of being still. Um, don't pay attention to the stigmas. Mm-hmm. And um, don't get so caught up in making nitty gritty plans. Because chances are God has a different plan than you have for yourself. I love that. I love that you said that about plans too. Because that that was so me years ago. Like, Girl, I was the girl in middle school and high school that had the, the 4.0 GPA, you know, valedictorian, homecoming queen, VIP mm-hmm. on softball. Like, I had it all. And I had this this written out plan of, like, 
a perfect life and thinking I was going to move to New York and be an editor-in-chief of a magazine company and, you know, live in a <laughs> flat like Hilary Duff in the movies. And and it was so, so off, so off. And I and now I'm in California. I moved here like six, six years ago with $200 for my name. And it's like, I went through a divorce. Like I had to get rid of all my old friends, got new friends, had to rebuild myself mentally, emotionally, physically. And like, here I am to this day. And I look back and I'm like, wow, Holly, what a plan. (laughs) But it's like, even though it, and even though it was different, every step was blessed. So like, you have to look at it too, is like, you, you can have plans there. It is a great, like, I'm task oriented, you know, like having plans is good, you know, especially in the workplace or, you know, being accountable when exercising or making plans with friends. Those are all good things. But Mm -hmm. you also have to take a step back and be like, like one thing I've had to learn this year, I've had to like speak it out loud, Lauren, to remind myself. I'd be like, okay, God, if it's not, if it's not in your will, if it's not, if it's not for me, it's not good for me, I trust you. Because there would be things like people I'd meet that I want in my life or a a job position that would get offered to me or a new house for rent I can move into or a new speaking opportunity. Like there's going to be new things that happen every single day in your journey. But it's like I've had to constantly remind myself like, okay, Holly, like if it's not in God's will, if it's not if if it's not his plan, then just trust him. Like you Mm -hmm. can't you can only you can't force everything to work out, you know. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about like having faith too, because I, I mean, like it's so hard being Christian is, is not easy sometimes and to, mm. to trust him fully with the little details and the big details and the plans that, you know, and, and even though the steps are different, they're still going to be blessed and you, your steps are going to be ordained by him. But I love that you said that about plans, because I think it's, it's something us girls struggle with, honestly, because we want this whole fairy tale or we want this whole dream job or, you know, girls are like that. We think everything's, I don't know, but it's, it's super hard to take a step back and actually like verbally speak be like, okay, God, like if this isn't for me, it, then you have better, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think reminding ourselves of that every day, especially when it comes to peace is like, you have to remind yourself and speak life you know, whether it's writing, writing it down, put it in your background as your phone, whatever, whatever it is that makes it work for you. Um, I think taking those steps would definitely help when having peace in your life. Um, to wrap up the podcast, I think my last question for you would be, um, if you were standing on stage and there is a ton of girls sitting down listening to you speak, what are two encouraging things you could um, encourage them, like typical steps to take right now? moving forward about peace like what helps you like where you are today moving forward what are some typical steps you can encourage the girls listening yeah I love that question I think that um I didn't I didn't coin this term I wish I did but I was listening to a sermon one time and the pastor was talking about how you can take good things like planning and goals and that type of thing Mm -hmm. and they become so distorted when you make good things god things And you try to put things in um, the place where they don't belong. And that's in the place where God's supposed to sit on the throne of your heart. And um, when you take too much of a good thing and make it a God in your life, that's, that's a, 
um, a thief of peace and because you're taking the ultimate, like you're taking peace himself and dethroning him in your life. And um, I would just encourage the girls that, you know, theoretically are listening to this or sitting in the audience or whatever. I would just say, choose, choose peace and choose God every day. Like it's a, it's a battle. It's a battle every day to get, wake up and say today, Jesus, I choose you and I'm going to do whatever it takes to live this day for you. You can take it one day at a time. You can just make the, take the next right step in the direction towards Jesus. And I would, um, I would ultimately say, yeah, one, just don't try to make good things, God things, because then they become things that take away the beauty that God allows in your life. And the second thing I would say is um, just trust, I guess, as cliche as it sounds, just trust God with your everything and choose him every day, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. Um, because that's the ultimate that's the ultimate um, giver of peace is, is Jesus. And so without him, we can't find true peace. And um, as hard as it is to wake up every day and make the conscious decision to choose him, that's what you've got to do. You've got to, it's a daily picking up of your own cross and living for Jesus. That's what I would say. That's awesome. No, I love all of it. Well, thank you so much just for sharing your heart when it comes to, you know, things that you battled with, because every girl is so different and we all go through different things. Um, But that is like my favorite thing about this podcast is everybody has a different story, but we can all help each other just kind of go through these battles when it comes to different topics. But I am believing the very best for you, Lauren, that um, keep blogging and writing your heart out. And I'm believing that's just the beginning Um, for you even though you don't know what the future holds or know what step to take next like the blogging thing that's that's just the root and I'm believing huge things for you this year huge things thank you so much well thank you so much for listening um girls to the her podcast stay tuned for next week